What is up, Stew Studies? Happy Thursday, everyone. August 25th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 396 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me on this journey. Only four away from 400 episodes. So my gratitude to all of Yin's guys and gals, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studyings. Today, I'm just going to share some thoughts I've been having about your Pittsburgh Steelers as they prepare for their final preseason contest this Sunday against the Detroit Lions, 4.30 p.m. at Acroshore Stadium. I'm going to cover all my thoughts in today's show. But again, my gratitude to you for supporting the study, sharing with your family and friends. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Jim and I recorded this week with Craig Wolfley, the Steelers color analyst, who is in the broadcast booth alongside Bill Hillgrove and Max Starks. Check that out. It's a great episode where Wolf really gets into the nuances of the offensive line and whether or not they can improve. Linked in the show notes. Check it out. So, a lot of important dates coming up, starting with the final preseason contest this Sunday, 430 And then on August 30th, the Steelers will cut their roster down to 53 men. Again, that's August 30th. And then the first game of the season, September 11th against the Cincinnati Bengals. So a lot of things happening super quick. We're going to blink our eyes, and this team is going to be lining up against the Bengals. And even though the team doesn't make its final cuts until next week, they've been super diligent in really getting their roster game day ready. Mentioned yesterday, Jannard Avery, who had a decent showing against the Jags, was released. He signed with the Buccaneers really immediately after. And then Donovan Steiner, a guy I had making the 53, he was released. And then the Steelers signed Elijah Riley, a safety who was with the Jets. He, The Steelers claimed him off of waiver wires, were awarded him. So Elijah Riley is now a Pittsburgh Steeler, a safety, and he is probably going to contend to make it on the roster. In terms of that outside linebacker spot vacated by Avery, Hamilcar Rashid is going to be given the opportunity this weekend to show that he has the potential to man that third or fourth outside linebacker spot. Derek Tuska is going to be the other guy at that position. If the team isn't satisfied with what they see, they're going to be looking at the waiver wire And remember, it's not just the Steelers who have to cut their roster down to 53. It's every other NFL team. So there could be some gentlemen who are cut that the Steelers could be interested in. Rashid was an undrafted rookie free agent in 2021. He played at Oregon State. His junior year, he flashed. He had 14 sacks. You can't expect that type of production from him as an undrafted rookie free agent. But the Steelers want to see what he is able to do. Elijah Riley, who I mentioned who played with the Jets, safety. He was an undrafted rookie free agent in 2020. He came out of Army. He signed with the Eagles and then went on to play with the Jets. He started seven games, so he's got starting experience. He had 45 tackles during those seven games. And it got me thinking, Arthur Millette was a player that the Steelers signed from the Jets, and now Elijah Riley is. What is it about these leftovers from the Jets' secondary That is intriguing to the Steelers, or is this purely coincidence? So just something I was thinking about. I may look into that in terms of who their secondary coach is, or maybe there's a scout there that they have a connection with. But anyways, I thought that that was intriguing. 
There has been a lot of criticism surrounding the cutting of Chris Oladokun and the fact that the Steelers drafted him in the seventh round only to cut him in the second cutdown. He's a seventh round pick. And again, just because he was cut, that doesn't mean that he's done with this team. He possibly could return to the practice squad. We don't know, know that yet. And the other thing, seventh round picks, really, it's a lottery ticket. You don't know if it's going to work out in your favor. And Oladokun still could get onto the practice squad, show enough growth and development to where he sticks with the team, and then maybe he does compete for a roster spot next season. One of the most intriguing stories of the week has been the report that Mark Robinson has received first string snaps at inside backer alongside Miles Jack as a result of Devin Bush's injury, as if Bush wasn't facing an uphill battle enough. He has an injured ankle, which possibly is going to keep him out of the game this weekend against the Lions, opening the door for Robinson. So Robinson probably is going to get first team snaps on Sunday. Now think about this. If he flashes and has a strong showing, could he be the starting inside backer alongside Jack at the beginning of the year? Now, I know that seems like a long shot possibility, but if they are giving him looks there, why not? So very interesting. And then back back to speaking of Bush, the odds are stacked against him. His poor play the first two games, this ankle injury, this could be the beginning of the end for him. He may be released come August 30th. And how disappointing that would be. So much promise that ACL just really has lingering effects on his performance. He could be on his way out. I would not be surprised whatsoever. Speaking of players or positions that need to improve, that offensive line needs to improve. Can it get better with its current state? Sure. Will it? We don't know. But this Sunday's performance is going to go a long way in determining what the starting lineup is going to look like, who's going to possibly stay or go. I've mentioned that while they haven't made a lot of significant moves at the position, they signed Adrian Ely. But... I bet the team, Omar Khan, is making phone calls to other teams now to see if there are any available offensive linemen. And if it is a poor showing on Sunday, I would not be surprised whatsoever if they pull the trigger on some type of trade. And again, they do have some players that they could use as trade bait, Mason Rudolph being one of them. I mentioned the article that Mike Florio Um, It wasn't an article. He was on a talk show last week, but he talked about Chase Claypool possibly being moved by November if the other receivers play well. He could potentially be used in a trade. So something to think about, something to consider. Is it likely to happen? No. Is there a possibility? Everything is always on the table when you're looking to improve your team. And then finally, just wanted to talk about Kenny Pickett. He's played unquestionably well throughout the preseason. He's going to get a lot more repetitions this Sunday. Does he have a chance to beat out Mitch Trubisky? No. I know that Mike Tomlin left that door open, that they're still fighting for the starting spot, but I don't think there's anything to be gained by having Kenny Pickett be your starter week one. Start with Trubisky. If he flounders, if he falters, Kenny Pickett comes in and can be your savior. As I've said all along, Trubisky's going to get six to seven games to see what he could do, if he could lead this team. And there is benefit. There is merit. There is really positive impact from sitting and learning. And if Pickett can do that at the start of his career, I think that's nothing but beneficial for him long-term with your Pittsburgh Steelers. 
But regardless, this is an exciting week. We have preseason football tonight here on this practice Friday. But then the Steelers, 4.30 p.m. Sunday before the roster cutdowns. I'll be watching. I know you'll be watching. A lot of coverage will be coming your way here on the Still Study. And you know that I love yins, guys and gals, you beautiful, beautiful studyins. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this Thursday edition of the study session, episode 396. Again, only four away from 400. Just want to thank you for being here with me every step along the way. We can connect one of three ways. Comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Don't forget about the podcast that I did with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. It is linked in the show notes. Craig Wolfley is on the most recent episode. Check it out. Don't forget that The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe and get daily updates to your feed with new study sessions and Still Study Podcast. And then also the donut button, the donate button. If you enjoy what I do, you want to help with the cost of the site upkeep, you want to buy me a beer. Again, this is a completely free site, but if you want to donate, if you enjoy my work, click on that button. Any bit is appreciated. And you know that I am your biggest fan. If you're my biggest fan, it's nothing but love around here on the study. And ladies and gentlemen, remember this on this Thursday, August 25th, 2022. Not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.